The thrill and excitement of March Mania is here, and DraftKings Sportsbook, one of America's top-rated sportsbook apps, is giving new customers a shot to turn 5 bucks into $150 instantly in bonus bets with any college basketball bet. You can find all the lines and available odds, of course, at the DraftKings Sportsbook app. North Carolina listeners, don't forget, DraftKings Sportsbook is now live in your state. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app and use code SBNFL. New customers can bet 5 bucks to get $150 instantly in bonus bonus bets only at DraftKings Sportsbook with code SBNFL. The crown is yours. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER or in West Virginia, visit www.1800gambler.net. In New York, call 8778-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY. In Connecticut, help is available for problem gambling. Call 888-789-7777 or visit ccpg.org. Please play responsibly on behalf of Boot Hill Casino and Resort 21 plus age varies by jurisdiction void in Ontario. Bonus bets expire 168 hours after issuance. See dkng.com slash bball for eligibility, deposit restrictions, terms, and responsible gaming resources. What's up, everybody? Anthony Cazenza here with CincyJungle.com and the Orange and Black Insider Bengals podcast coming at you a little later than usual um, in terms of when we go live after a game. But I uh, had some stuff to, to tend to for a little bit and, you know, obviously it gives us time to process some things. And then also our our friends Ace and Zim on the Cincy Jungle podcast channel, they were going live earlier. I think it was just Ace because a big congratulations are in order to Zim. I believe his wedding day is today. So uh, he was not only got to celebrate a big moment in his life, one of the biggest in life, but also he got to uh, got to witness, or I don't know how much he got to watch but he got to see the Bengals win I'm sure he saw the score at some point so congratulations to Zim on your big day and congratulations to the Cincinnati Bengals who go into Detroit a definitely a potential trap game had all the makings of it even looked like it early but they go in there they handle business very very well take it to a Lions team that is just really really struggling on you know it's I'm not going to sit here and and pour uh, a lot of things on on the lines because Bengals fans, the Cincinnati Bengals, even recently have been on that side of things. Um, And it's nice to feel like, hey, you know, (laughs) at one point we were getting frustrated that the game was only 10 to nothing at halftime. Right. So, uh, you know, and, and we've been on the other side of things where, you know, you get you take the shellacking and it's not fun. I will say this. There were just a lot of earmarks and a lot of plays by Detroit that just unfortunately shows you where why they are where they are at 0-6 I mean there were penalties that were just you know they're trying to go for it on fourth downs they get a penalty and they have to punt and you know they just couldn't get out of their own way and and Goff was struggling and all kinds of different things the Bengals defense played outstanding today the offense played outstanding in the second half there were some mistakes there, but overall, a, a thorough, thorough win for the Cincinnati Bengals as they beat the Lions 
34 to 11, a little bit of an odd score on Detroit side because of the two point conversion at the very end there. Touchdown at the end, really both all 11 points were kind of in garbage time. Uh, that touchdown drive was largely against Bengals backup defenders. And uh, I mean, they were in cruise control really once the third quarter hit, you know, they got that field goal before halftime had the 10, nothing lead. And then, you know, they came back out and just really started firing on all cylinders that second half. Now there were some issues on this, in this game, Trey Hill getting the start at right guard. Um, He had some issues uh, unfortunately, but uh, you know, Jackson Carmen came in then he ended up getting ill. We're still trying to find out more. It sounds like more of the dehydration type of situation, uh, even though he's coming off the COVID list there. So interesting scenario there. But so the Bengals offensive line had some issues, kind of a rough day for Riley Reef a little bit. Um, Jonah Williams played pretty well. I think, uh, you know, they were running the ball as they needed to. Joe Burrow took a couple of sacks, but, you know, uh, he, he got out of some situations and made some plays. So not a perfect day, uh, but a, a really, really good one, a really sound game by the Bengals here. Uh, so, yeah, you see Joe Barone here. Um, seemed like it says it's good poisoning, but I think it's food poisoning was that was that, what that typo uh, meant there. And yeah, and here's our, our buddy, Stuart Monty, Joe Burrow spread those touchdowns around. He sure did. Um, and we're going to talk about that in just a second, three touchdowns on the day. He did have an interception. There were a couple of other throws that were a little, little advised, but for the most part, a really good day by Joe Burrow. We'll share this tweet by field Yates of ESPN. Joe Burrow getting multiple touchdowns today is uh, joins Dan Marino as the only quarterbacks in their first or second season to throw multiple touchdowns in each of his team's first six games. So Joe Burrow doing work, uh, and you know, so was Jamar Chase. So are a, so was Joe Mixon, who's coming back from an ankle issue. Um, so a, another great stat for Joe Burrow there joining Elite Company. Jamar Chase, we've mentioned, has joined Elite Company with his performances so far. This year, talking about, you know, Moss, Randy Moss and others that he has joined in terms of the company and his performances. So he he played he played well. He played well. There were a couple of throws where you go, oh, boy. But uh, and there were some other throws where uh, there was a play at the end there where, you know, he takes a sack as the Bengals were moving down downfield, ended up atoning for it, but takes a sack and, uh, you know, Probably wanted to see him throw that away, um, you know, in that situation. But for the most part, a good day from Joe Burrow and the offense. A great day from the defense for the Bengals. You see here Joe Burrow, 19 of 29, 271 yards, three touchdowns, one interception. He did get sacked twice, uh, but the QB rating overall is 115.7. Um, so, and then you've got uh, Brandon Allen throwing one pass to Auden Tate and Auden Tate scores the touchdown. So he's got a 135.4 rating. So a very, very good day by the Bengals quarterbacks who, um, this math is off here on the total, total passing yards. You can see there, it's actually 20 of 30 for 200, uh, 278 passing yards. I don't know if they're equating sacks in there. They might be doing that, uh, the 22 yards there, but. Um, I think they are. They're just kind of taking net passing yards. But the two quarterbacks 
um, you know, through four, 278 total yards, four total touchdowns, one interception and a combined quarterback rating of 122. So you got to like that Goff on the other hand, 28 of 42 missed a couple of throws just was kind of out of sorts. Only got one sack, but he was pressured pretty often. And a lot of those came from Trey Hendrickson who, Oh, by the way, was going up against Panay Sewell on many of those one, his sack came when uh, they actually tried to block him with TJ Hawkinson. So that didn't work well for Detroit there. Uh, so, you know, he kind of blew past him there, but had other pressures and hits on Goff um, from uh, Panay Sewell blocking him there. So 28 to 42, 202, only a 4.8 yards per uh, per completion average for Jared Goff and a very, very pedestrian 67.8 rating. Not the kind of stuff that'll get you a win. You see Joe Mixon, this is what they want on the ground. They want balance. You get the 270 through the air, a couple of big plays to chase, and obviously three touchdowns putting you in the end zone three times there through the air. And then, of course, you get a, a monster day from Joe Mixon, 18 carries, 94 yards, 5.2 yards per carry. Had a couple of nice gains, the long being of 18 Um also got a touchdown through the air. We'll talk about that in a second. Joe Burrow doing some work with his legs, by the way, working on sliding, working on getting out of bounds. So uh, made it made a couple of nice plays with his legs. Chris Evans had a couple of nice runs as well as a great catch uh, to open the game for the Bengals for the touchdown reception Four four carries, 18 yards, four and a half yards per carry there. Trivion Williams, not as much room to run for him. Six carries, 13 yards there, but the Bengals get 36 carries, 142 yards, just a tick under four yards per carry. Um, you'll take that. You'll take that, especially against a team that is struggling like Detroit, and especially when you're able to hit cruise control and pull your starters uh, midway through the fourth quarter. So you, you got to like the balance the Bengals showed there. Again, Jamar Chase just making play after play. Two deep balls here almost was able to break the second one for a touchdown. No touchdowns from him this uh, this week, but two big catches. Again, 24.3 yards per catch. Um, just an outstanding, outstanding season, rookie season out of Jamar Chase. Four catches, 97 yards. The long was the 53-yarder, four catches on six targets. He did uh, have a have a drop that, that ended up being intercepted uh, earlier in the game, he did kind of show some hustle and come back and make the tackle. Um, but, uh, you know, he, that that was kind of a, a play early in the game where you go, oh, boy. But made up for it late. The two big plays were huge for the Cincinnati Bengals. One um, was the the one before halftime that set up the field goal. And then one was late in, later in the game in the second half uh, to set up a touchdown. So two big plays from him. Joe Mixon, five catches, 59 yards, the 40-yarder, a thing of beauty. And this is also where Chase atoned for the early mistake. A, a killer block. Uh, while Joe Mixon, it was a fourth and in inches, great play design where they they do a bootleg. Um, they do a play-action bootleg, and they throw it to, to Mixon, who is wide open by himself in the flat. Um, and he starts galloping up the sideline and there's chase and a defender and chase just puts the guy off his feet. The guy ended up somehow getting right back up and almost making a tackle on Mixon, but a great, great block by Jamar chase on that touchdown catch. And obviously uh, great work by Mixon getting 
160 yards plus from scrimmage to, uh, today. So, um, you know, you, you gotta, you gotta like that. Chris Evans, three catches, 49 yards, the 24 yarder, a beauty, um, almost looked like he was maybe going to be overthrown by Burrow, but that touchdown was the first points the Bengals have scored on their opening drives this year. The first points. And if you listen to our show Wednesday, and I don't know why you wouldn't have, <laughs> if you listen to our show Wednesday, you would have remembered that I said that I, the Bengals need to get on the Lions early. They need to score on that first possession. They need to get on this team early. Well, they scored on the first possession. They kind of were unable to do a lot of different things in the in the first half on offense. Really had a long dry spell, but did get that initial touchdown, which I think was huge. T. Higgins, three catches, 44 yards, um, had a 23-yarder. C.J. Uzama had the, uh, the, t- the touchdown, and I don't know if you saw the video. He was high-fiving a fan in the stands and ended up accidentally knocking the phone out of his hand, and Joe Mixon picked it up and was like kind of celebrating in the phone, and then they gave it back to the fans. So um, pretty fun stuff there. Auden Tate, the one catch for seven yards, but it was for a touchdown. And, and kudos to Auden Tate, too, because he drew a flag uh, before that to get them into deep into the red zone. So um, yeah, Tyler Boyd, one catch, seven yards, not a big uh, day from him. Only three targets his way. Again, it was Chase and Mixon being the big, uh, the big targets here. And then Higgins getting uh, six targets as well, but um, you know, it didn't, didn't come down with all the catches there. So um, sample targeted in the red zone, that, that was kind of a drop slash knock away there. Uh, so, you know, that that is what it is but then you look here let's go back up to because we're going to get to the Bengals defense here in just a second look at the rushing attack if you even want to call it that from the Detroit Lions 13 carries for 24 yards for DeAndre Swift 1.8 yards per carry Jamal Williams four carries 11 yards 2.8 yards per carry Jared Goff one carry for one yard the Lions had 18 carries for 36 yards, two yards per carry. They did get the touchdown on the ground with DeAndre Swift. Their long gain was nine yards. That, to me, was a huge, huge point in this game. We can talk about Joe Burrow and Joe Mixon, and rightfully so, Jamar Chase. But that is a huge, huge stat there. 18 carries, 36 yards, two yards per carry. Just absolutely stifled. The, the Lions rushing attack and Hawkinson was the big um, the, the team's leading receiver eight catches 74 yards Swift was doing stuff through the air as well five catches 43 yards Khalif Raymond had a couple of nice catches six catches for 37 but it was aside from the one 33 yarder to Hawkinson it was a lot of stuff that was in front they didn't they they didn't really take shots downfield um, and they didn't really have a lot of opportunity they didn't put themselves in opportunities to really do that did the did the Lions they just kind of we're trying to play controlled. It worked for a couple of quarters, but as the defense just kept coming after them and the Bengals opened up things in the second half, they just couldn't keep up. So um, no fumbles. There was uh, the the one interception of Goff from Logan Wilson. That was a crazy one. Um, <laughs> Von Bell ripped it out of the, the, the receiver's hands there, and it just kind of fluttered out. Uh, out of Amon Ross St. Brown's hands and uh, Logan Wilson was right there. Could have maybe been called a fumble, but it was, was called a, an interception there. So 
And that one really changed the the complexion of the game there. You know, you were kind of feeling like Detroit was hanging in there and, you you know, uh, it didn't lead to points for the Bengals, but it, it, they were kind of down there looking to score. And uh, it was it was a big, big play in the game. Von Bell, you see there uh, seven total tackles, a pass defended, which was that one that I mentioned. Uh, Logan Wilson playing a great game again this week. Uh, after after the linebackers didn't do much last week, six total tackles, five of them solo with two for loss. And of course, the interception, Awuzie just continues to play really, really good football. He seems to be everywhere at the end of the game in the press conference. He said that he's basically since being in Cincinnati and being in this on, on this team and in this system has answered all of his prayers, I think, were some of his words and that he's playing some of the best football he has ever played, according to himself. So uh, luckily for all of us that he signed with the Bengals and is healthy and is playing well, five total tackles, all of them solo, a pass defended, a really nice pass defended. Um, It was actually a pretty decent ball by Goff that was uh, floated towards the sideline. Receiver got got behind Awuzie a little bit and he just leapt and knocked it away. Really, really nice play. Um, And then, you know, Joe Batchy getting some time Later in the game, five total tackles for him. Reader having a nice game, three three tackles. Hilton had a pretty decent game, three tackles. Bates, three tackles. So Larry Ogunjobi was doing things early on. So uh, Hendrickson, got to highlight him. He, he now, with that sack, he had two total tackles. With that sack, and then you see two, two total quarterback hits, so I, I mentioned that. But with that sack, he now has five and a half on the, se- on the season, which – matches the career high of Carl Lawson's last year. So he is doing a lot of now and he credit to him for sure, but also credit to his defensive line mates, Ogan Joby, Sam Hubbard. There was a play that was just outstanding um, that, that I noted it on Twitter. I don't know if you guys remember, it's not something that's really going to show up on a, on a stat sheet, but Essentially, the the Lions ran a play where they faked the handoff. It was actually a very similar play to what Mixon uh, on his touchdown catch that the Bengals called later in the game. But it was, you know, play action, boots out, and, and what happened is Hubbard and Wilson had this thing perfectly defended. Um, Hubbard kind of played in space, sat there, and then as he f- felt or hopefully knew – that he had help behind him. Goff, you know, gave the ball off and as Hubbard started to come in on him. And then Logan Wilson tackled the, the receiver for a loss. And it, it's it's not something that, you know, you see the tackles for loss there. It shows up on the statue, but it was just a great, great play that ended up ultimately forcing a punt early in the game. Just an outstanding play. And Trey Hendrickson is doing some great things on this Bengals defense. Quiet day from B.J. Hill. Um Hubbard was in there a couple of times, but overall, you know, aside from that one play, he did have one quarterback hit um, and he uh, did have a, a tackle for loss, which was his only one. But um, Hendrickson was the only one who who had the sack on the on the day. Uh, Logan Wilson getting the interception. Amani, uh, Amani O. Uh, I I'm probably butchering that name uh, for Detroit had the interception there. 
Bengals are still trying to figure out the kick return situation. Trenton Irwin did have a long of a 15 yarder, but they're still trying to figure that out. And he came in there after Darius Phillips. I don't know what he was doing on that, on that punt return that he had there. Um, They're still trying to figure that out. So the punt return situation is still one in flux and, you know, not much opportunity for the, uh, the Bengals to get, and Brandon Wilson to get big kickoff returns because the Lions just didn't score very often. I will say this, man, uh, the the punter, Jack Fox for Detroit, he was hitting just bombs, bombs. He punted six times, 333 yards. Um, one of them was a touchback. One of them dropped inside the 20. He had a long of 64 with his average at 55.5 yards per punt. So, uh, just booming him. And oh, by the way, look at Kevin Huber, three punts, 163 yards. He averaged 54.3 with a long of 58. So he was he was kicking the ball really well also. So I know it's an odd thing to kind of point out, but uh, the punters just absolutely killed it. Uh, good day for Bengals kickers as well. Former or current Evan McPherson, two of two, hit both of his field goals and both of those were big. Hit all four extra points, 10 total points for Evan McPherson. Good to see him get back on the right side of things. Uh, did One of those extra points did doink off the, the first one, doinked off the left, upright, and in. Um, but uh, it's 100% of all of his kicks, field goals, and extra points made. Austin Seibert, former Bengal, now kicking for Detroit, made his only field goal. Um, and they opted to go for two, so he didn't get an extra point. But uh, so a, a 100% day from Bengals kickers, former or current uh, for, in this one here. So look, the Bengals, I mentioned that Burrow had that interesting stat with, with Dan Marino throwing multiple touchdowns in his first six games in either the first or second year there. And then the other, the other things I mentioned, Trey Hendrickson, getting as many sacks already through six games, five and a half, that that Carl Lawson had as the team leader last year. So that's good news. And then of course the Bengals at four and two, those four wins tie what they did last year. So at four, 11 and one. So the Bengals are headed in the right direction and they handled a team that they should have handled for sure. Another day is here and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. If you look here, I'll show you my, my little, where my mouse cursor is. You see there scored in every single quarter. It was it was a little frustrating in those first two quarters because you feel like they just were not doing things methodically uh, all that well. And then all of a sudden they shot out of a cannon scoring 24 points in the final two quarters, 10 in the third quarter and 14 in the fourth quarter just exploded. And, you know, by the time the, the middle of the fourth quarter was rolling around, the Bengals had uh, – had, had a firm gr- grip on the game and rested their starters. I want to show this here. This is the play-by-play just to show some of the drives here for the Bengals. So they score the touchdown, okay? 
early in the first quarter. This is this is where things have to change as the Bengals get set to potentially, well, they are going to take on the Baltimore Ravens, but they potentially need to get this heading in a different direction in terms of these dry spells and in terms of their early performances in games. You see here, they got the touchdown. Great. Then they get the interception on off the off the tip pass. Then it's punt. So they went one, two, three, four drives in a row in the first half that were interception, punt, punt, punt. And then they get the field goal at the end of the half, which was huge. And then they did the deal that they love to do where they, they scored a field goal right before halftime. And then they get the touchdown coming right out of halftime. And that also, I mean, the stifling of the run game, but this, how they sandwich those scoring drives, that that's been a huge key to their form to start this year. Huge, 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 huge. But these dry spells, as you play the Baltimore's, the Kansas cities, um, you play, you know, Cleveland, you play other teams, you can't, you just can't uh, have these dry spells where you go four drives in the first half in a row that are turnover, punt, punt, punt. So that's that's one of the things they have to clean up. But then as you look in the, the, the second half, look at this, touchdown, field goal, touchdown, touchdown, end of game. So then it's it's just super feast or famine, right? I mean, it's it's touchdown, field goal, touchdown, touchdown. That's 24 points in, in four straight drives. That's what you want. Um, so it's just a matter of what you know what needs to be fixed some of the play calls early were, were questionable but as you saw you know the fourth fourth down play to joe uh joe mixon was an outstanding call um they dialed up seemingly the big plays to chase at the right time and there they are four and two and they are just in a nice nice position in the division they're in second place looking up at the baltimore ravens but some things uh are some things have taken place to help the Bengals on this on this Sunday. There are there's some other things currently taking place as we're on the air here. Many of you are probably watching the Pittsburgh Steelers take on the Seattle Seahawks. Real quick before we get out of here, let's get to the scoreboard so we can see exactly what is going on or what has happened so far here. Uh, it looks like. Let me, uh, I'll refresh this here. Let me get that back up. It looked like maybe we're still scoreless. I, I haven't been watching this game, obviously, because I've been doing the show. But a a very, very interesting day for the AFC North. It is scoreless, apparently, at Heinz Field here. 0-0. Zero, zero. So the Seahawks taking on the Steelers. The Steelers appear to be in the red zone right now. Uh, so that is what's currently happening obviously a game that i mean the, the steelers right now are at the bottom of the of the division at two and three but they win here and they'll be tied with the cleveland browns because uh the and by the way interesting one tomorrow as well the bills take on the titans uh, but here are some finals obviously the thursday nighter buccaneers beat the eagles 28 22 um Interesting side note on that. The Eagles went for two on that, and that line was, uh, I believe that line was six and a half. 
uh, on that one or seven, seven points on that one. So Vegas knows Vegas knows for sure. Um, that is, <laughs> I saw that and I said, Oh, wow. Um, at any rate, dolphins lose to the Jaguars in, uh, in Europe, there Jaguars get their first win of the season. Urban Meyer gets his first win of the season, 23, 20, the Dolphins, man, they have taken a big, big step backwards from the past couple of years there. Chiefs come back, score 21 unanswered, and beat the Washington football team 31-13. to They were down 13-10 to at one point in that game. The Rams all over the Giants, 38-11. I'm personally happy about that one because I had Rams in my survival pool. Texans getting absolutely blown out by the Colts, 31-3. to That was my other potential choice. We know that the Bengals took it to the Lions, 34-11. Packers handle the Bears, 24-14. Chargers getting beat soundly by the Ravens in Baltimore, 34-6. Everybody this week was talking about Justin Herbert and the Chargers and blah, blah, blah. They got beat handily by the Ravens, and that is who and where the Bengals play next week. So a tough matchup to be sure with the Bengals winning at four and two, they are in second place in the division behind the Ravens who are five and one. The Vikings beat the Panthers in overtime. It's been a crazy year for the Minnesota Vikings beat them in overtime 34, 28 on a walk-off touchdown Cardinals beat up the Browns 37 to 14. And that, not only did they take a beating on the scoreboard, but the Browns physically took a beating. Odell Beckham Jr. left the game, briefly came back. Baker Mayfield took a really nasty hit and uh, had his injured left arm kind of dug into the turf. He was in pain, did come back and play. Kareem Hunt helped off the field. It looked like it was maybe a calf Achilles foot type of injury. Apparently he was pretty upset. Um, I haven't had the chance to look too far into that. And obviously there's probably going to be final word on that later on, but um, a, a not a great sign for Kareem Hunt and the Browns there. The Raiders take care of the Broncos. Broncos lose three straight. Raiders bounce back after a tumultuous week where their, their uh, coach resigns. So uh, 34-24 Raiders beat the Broncos and Cowboys beat the Patriots 35 to 29. The Patriots are two and four. Um, Another losing season so far, second straight under Bill Belichick without Tom Brady. So uh, Cowboys are five and one. The team's on a bye. The Jets, Falcons, 49ers, and Saints. So they stayed put how they were. So again, the Bengals are in second place in the AFC North at four and two behind the Baltimore Ravens, who are five and one. The Cleveland Browns are three and three right behind the Bengals. And the Steelers are currently playing right now, sitting at two and three. Uh, if they win, they would be tied with the with the Browns at the bottom of the division. Or if they lose, they would have that designation all on their own. There are uh, a couple of questions here. I'm seeing Lindsay and others saying, do we know about Mixon? Do we know about Jackson Carmen? Um, I, I mentioned Jackson Carmen earlier in the show. Jackson Carmen was on the COVID list earlier this week, was cleared to play. Um, apparently there, he vomited on the field today. Um, some people were saying maybe possible dehydration, not COVID symptoms, maybe food poisoning, who knows. Um, but he, that, that we'll have to kind of continue to monitor that, uh, mix in. It looked like, I don't know if that he retweaked the ankle or if it was kind of like a, 
a chest side type of type of uh, injury. But I think at that point they kind of said, you know, we're, we're in cruise control here and uh, we'll rest him regardless, but a, a big day of work for, for him. And uh, so, you know, the, the Bengals came out of that pretty relatively healthy. They came out of that game pretty healthy. It would seem um, not a lot of big issues there, which is what you want. You cruise to a, an easy, you know, big, big victory there uh, for possession game. <laughs> and then, you know, you, you get out of there with minimal injuries and whatnot. Uh, we'll have to keep, uh, we'll have to keep the eye on Mixon and uh, uh, Carmen and, and maybe a couple of others, but it seems as if the Bengals came out of that game relatively unscathed. The, uh, the one thing there was a reporter dove Cleveman or Kleiman on uh, Twitter tried to make something out of a Logan Wilson post-game comment. Logan Wilson said something to the effect, I guess, of, you know, he's Lamar Jackson's dangerous and, you know, he's, I don't know, something to the effect of he's like a running back back there, but he also called him, you know, also a, a running back and a good passer. And then of course words got twisted by, um, some of the media members and they're trying to maybe create something that wasn't actually said. Logan Wilson came out on his Twitter account afterwards saying, basically don't, don't, he nicely said, I didn't say that. Don't twist my words. Obviously he's an elite passer too. So, um, there's no, uh, they're trying to make drama where there shouldn't, where there isn't any. And, uh, so at any rate, it should be a very fun week. It hopefully will be a good game between the Bengals and the Ravens. Zach Taylor has not beat the Ravens in his time in Cincinnati. He's beaten every other AFC North team at least once. Um, uh, well, the Browns and the Steelers. But he's beaten them at least once, the Steelers twice, uh, and he has not had a win against Baltimore. So we'll see, obviously, a big, big week ahead for them i'm seeing chris higdon saying the ravens got banged up today and like i said the browns got really beat up today not only in the game itself but uh physically they look to be experiencing some injuries hey thanks everybody for tuning in i know it was a little bit later we have a lot of live listeners which is awesome appreciate you tuning in hopefully you enjoyed aces post game breakdown on the on the cincy jungle podcast channel as well and uh, congratulations to our boy Zim, who apparently got married today. So congrats! Make sure if you follow him or whatever, send him a, a congrats. And thanks everybody for tuning in. A great, great win by the Cincinnati Bengals today. A lot to be happy about. Thirty-four eleven handled their business. Did not overlook this Detroit Lions team. And now they get set to take on the Baltimore Ravens in Baltimore next week. So a big one to be sure. Uh, before we get out of here. I want to just remind folks that we uh, are on all the major audio podcast channels on Stitcher, iTunes, Spotify, Google Podcasts, iHeartRadio, all of those. So subscribe to the Cincy Jungle Podcast channel and uh, leave us a rating if you would. Of course, you can also subscribe to our YouTube channel and uh, the, the icon is right over here, or right over here, I guess. So click that, subscribe. And click the bell to be notified when we go live so you can get uh, join in on the live fun, join in and download uh, the stuff as it comes out. I also need to tell you guys and gals about Symbol, S-I-M-B-U-L-L dot A-P-P backslash O-B-I is the web address. You go there. This is where you can play the, you can play a version of the stock market. 
It's a sports version of the stock market. You can buy shares of teams, whether it's the Bengals, whether it's, by the way, if you bought the Bengals early, when we bought, when we engaged in this partnership, you have made some big money. So go to symbol.app backslash OBI. Use the promo code OBI where you, if you deposit at least a hundred dollars that you get, you get your deposit protected for 90 days. Um, so a really cool deal. If you go in there and you invest in teams and maybe you lose a little money, your, your uh, deposit is protected. So go check that out. Use the promo code OBI, of course, for Orange and Black Insider. And go have some fun, make some money, and invest in teams that you either are passionate about or you see a good opportunity to capitalize upon. Symbol, S-I-M-B-U-L-L dot A-P-P backslash O-B-I. Go check it out. We are happy to be partnering with them uh, through the regular season there. It's been awesome. So definitely go check it out and use that promo code. Take it easy, everybody. Have a great rest of your weekend. I'm going to go get some grub, some dinner, and uh, hang out. But have a good rest of your evening, a good rest of your week. We'll be back this week with the water cooler chat. The big show with John and myself. We'll be doing some listener questions. We're going to try and get some guests, et cetera. So enjoy. Thanks for all of your support. Have a great rest of your week.